no. We haven't even started yet, and we're talking about tuning and. Well, that's you know. Yeah. Nature is Found some road blues. What you want? All right. Well, hello, banjo lovers. And uh, how's everybody? We good? Well, this is a, a nice little stage here, the stage 341. And uh, thanks to Tan, T A M. Thomas, uh, I can't even read it over there. Wonderful people. Automation Management uh, for sponsoring the stage, and they made that beautiful metal sign back there for the stage. And, and uh, the folks at Houston Fest, we tried this last year. We gave it a little trial run, this little stage, and uh, we, we worked quite a, they worked quite a bit on kind of improving the, uh, the acoustics in here. It's kind of a, a big room to try to do, but... Uh, these uh, quilts that are so beautiful also serve a, uh, an oral function as well, which is they help to uh, help with the acoustics a little bit. And these beautiful exhibits of photographs. We have Mark Sanderford's photos that are incredible. You don't often see so many of them in one place at one time. Um, Tony's photos and Emily's. And then we have our exhibit from uh, the Virginia Folklife Apprenticeship Program that Martha was in once upon a time. And Emily was a master artist in that program. And we have an exhibit of that. And those exhibits do the same thing, I think. They help with the sound over in this part here. So we're pretty excited about all this. And we're going to uh, introduce all these folks and have just a little time to uh, tune and talk about the banjo and make banjo jokes and uh, and and it's all uh, remembering our dear dear friend Houston Caldwell and of course the namesake of this festival who was a one one heck of a banjo player from right here in Galax that uh, we miss dearly and uh, and that's what this celebration is celebration of, of 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 his life and of the music that he loved and of these hills that he loved so much so anyway y'all want to pick something and then we'll talk how about that? And then I'll let you know who you're looking at, too.
These are troubled times, and we live in a seemingly divided country. We are going to prove today that old-time banjo players and bluegrass banjo players can share a stage together oh, yes, and make music <laughs> together on occasion. We're all friends up yes, here. <laughs> Especially uh, one like that and right there. I'll tell you, he's, he's a... So veiled. That's uh, the gentleman all the way to my left, of course, is a legend, uh, and uh, it's, it's such a pleasure to ever get to see him, and it's so fun to see him with Martha doing their thing, and I think you all know Larry Sigmund. Make him feel welcome today. And the, <laughs> and the lovely lady to his right, one of my favoriteest, favoriteest banjo players, and people, I should say, one of my favorite people, and such a, uh, besides being just such a, a great uh, player and singer uh, and, and band leader, she's also one of the great educators in these parts for a very long time all her work at the Albert Hash um, Band and at the, at the Mount Rogers School and now at Grayson County. Did you retire? Did somebody sort tell of, me? Sort of, but not, I sort came of. back already. All right. She, <laughs> didn't last very long. She, she retired, but that didn't work out for her. 
Um, that's Emily Spencer, of course. Thank you for looking. White. And then, uh, I don't know, did you, I, at least in the program I got, they didn't put people's last names in this, did they? Yeah, very mysterious, you know? I mean, it's something didn't that... Know what you were going to get. That's pretty impressive in a way, though. Like, when you, when you saw Larry, did you know that was going to be Larry's, right? And then Emily, you probably figured, right? Um, I thought Stevie Barr was going to walk through the door, and when I saw him, I, I've never been happier. I was like, wow, it's Stevie... No, I'm just kidding. Where's Stevie? Is he out there? Uh, mo absolute monster, of course, on the banjo, and uh, as well as on the guitar and pretty much everything else he gets his hands on from Todd, North Carolina, and uh, another great, great guy, and a, a, another friend of the instrument. You all, uh, you know, are uh, Steve Lewis, of course, over here. Thank you. And then this young fella here, uh, you've all probably been following his little path that he's been going on. We had a, a banjo contest in, uh, in Richmond uh, two years ago, was that? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was, uh, it was in honor of, a, of a, a guy named Scott Street in Richmond who did a lot, so much work for uh, bluegrass music and other types of music, and he was a real banjo uh, person. And Sammy uh, Sheeler uh, put together uh, a contest and whatnot, and uh, people competed, sent stuff in from all over, and this guy won. That's what I'm trying Ooh, to get yay. to. And uh, he plays with a little group called Shadow Grass, a wonderful band that's going to be playing here today and tomorrow, right? Yep. All right, that's Clay Ross over here making him feel welcome. Russell. Russell. All right. Russell. Russell. Clay Russell. Yeah. I'm saying his dad is like, man, you ruined it. We had that <laughs> moment. We had it on video. <laughs> that's close. Clay Russell over here. I knew that, by the way. <laughs> and then, of course, that's Martha back there on the bass. Hey, I'm Martha. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just going to have a chance to hear some of this. And, and uh, Larry, let's start with you. So that banjo... You just play with so much energy and get everybody dancing. And how, how did you uh, come to the banjo? How did, how did you? Well, uh, I, I started out playing with my dad, but I played a guitar with him, you know. Started out with a harmonica. And, uh, you know, I learned to do that. And then when I had a, the Sugar Hill Rambles, we played uh, six years. We had a steel guitar player and a country singer, and we four of us playing old time. We'd never... We could play four hours, played four hours back in, never played the same song, just keep going, you know. But that was when I was young, and I can hear good. <laughs> <laughs> then I found out uh, later on that uh, I could make them dance just with a banjo and a, and a bass, you know, and it was much more profitable. <laughs> yeah, right. Money's Less overhead. Yeah, and, and, and they needed money then, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> It, it, uh, it, that's, that's the rate, but it took me a long time to find Ma Martha, and I didn't really find her. She found me, but if I, it, I, I owe it to her. I mean, right here in front of everybody, I know that I would never have a played, and right there says my wife, she knew that too. I just didn't have the confidence to do it, and she built the confidence in me. It took a while to do it, but she done it, mm. and, uh, you know, I, I, I miss not having that bass over her, and all I had to do is miss a little bit, and I just get so nervous, I, I couldn't do it, you know. And, We're sure glad she found you. Yeah, she, yes, she, took, she took, she fixed me. I mean, but that girl, <laughs> that girl, she she can play anything, and she's also taught me how to, you know, some of these sound people, I'm telling you, you got to deal with all y'all musicians. You go, she's taught me, I watched her some, and, and I learned some things that you can't just fire off 
you know, you got to go to hoping the next one will be a lot better than that one. And the day was great. I needed that. <laughs> That's good. That's fantastic. And, and uh, it, Martha, why don't you get up with them and do a little something? I don't know if we have any dancers in the house today. We usually do yeah. around here. Yeah, I will play one. I do have a banjo, though. Oh, she's got a banjo. And by the way, Martha's a really good banjo player, too. Oh, God, she can play anything. There's also a really good banjo player in the back of the room there. You didn't bring yes. one, did you? No? No? Too much pottery and that kind of stuff going on. Were you, what you going to do? Oh, I don't know. I let Larry pick what I said. I didn't have a banjo. Oh, she's got a Well, take here. Hand to this then for Now turn it off. <laughs> well, there was a, there was this uh, lady bartender, you know, and uh, and uh, one day this fella came in, and you know, she, he sat down and started talking to him, and you know, she said, "Well, what's your IQ?" And it was, you know, something way up there, 160, you know, 180. So they sat down, and started talking about quantum physics, and all sorts of things, algebra, mathematics. And a little while later, another fella came in. She said, "Well, what's your?" You know, what's your IQ? And it was something like maybe, well, about 80 or something. So they sat down and started talking about the lawn, you know, mowing the lawn, things like that. <laughs> a little later, another fellow came in. She said, well, what's your IQ? And he said, well, it's about 40. She said, well, what kind of banjo strings do you use? <laughs> <laughs> All right, boo. Here you go. All right. What do you want to do? Right, right. <laughs> you silenced us. <laughs> Pull it down. You want to do something fast? That's fine. Whatever you want. Y'all going to help us, ain't you? Well, out on the living, walking round and round. Every day I may be found, found, found. When you see me, I'm making that round. And I'm looking for that for the old town. Yeah, I'm looking for that for the I've been east and I've been west and I've been all around Looking for that bully, that bully can't be found And I'm looking for that bully of your town Well, Miss Emily, what have you been doing lately? Well, I've just... You got to talk into that microphone. Really. I've just been playing music and teaching a little music. Yeah. And hanging out 
up on the mountain. Mm-hmm. White Top Mountain Band still playing all the time everywhere? Yep. All, well, playing here today, tomorrow, and over Chateau Morissette Sunday, and Georgia next weekend. Georgia. Nice. Nice. Playing Just here and there and about. Yeah. And like a lot of these folks, Emily could play a bunch of different instruments, too. But what is it about the banjo? What, what, got, what drew you to the banjo? I think I sort of actually picked it up sort of by accident because I played the guitar in the White Top Mountain Band way back years ago, and I'd been playing guitar since I was a kid, you know. And one day, I was, Thornton used to run, that's my husband, a country store up there next to Mount Rogers School, and there was a banjo laying around there, and I picked it up, and I'd, I'd heard our banjo player kind of showing people what to do, and I'd played back up for a lot of banjo pickers, and I just got to messing with it, and by accident was able to get a lick and got hooked from there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just kind of grabbed a hold. Yeah, and I she plays it. Say. She can play the fire out of it, can't she? Well, I don't know. You, you know, you <laughs> teach kids. You teach kids still how to play music, right? And all different types of instruments. Well, I'm doing more elementary now, but yeah, that's yeah. kind of my first love. Is the banjo harder? I think it's one of the harder things to start on mm-hmm. because you really can't shortcut too much. You know, it's hard to get the right hand and then get both hands together. I know Steve does a whole lot of teaching too. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And I think learning guitar chords, those two things might be some of the harder For sure. things right, to right. get people to right, start on. Right. There's, you just kind of got to do it the hard way to begin with. Mm-hmm. Well, what's, what's one of your favorite ones to oh, pick on? What do you well, want to do? Let me see. I know one we could. Yeah. Could we do banjo picking girl or something? Okay. You, want, you thought, want me to set up a, a, the stand so you can sing on? I can, I'll just holler. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. Let me see. Here, I can use Let mine. me hook this thing and I'll probably be out of tune. I just thought I might do one that I learned from some of the people I learned from because I don't ever like to forget, you know, where I learned. And I saw pictures of some of those folks on the walls back there. Mm-hmm. And um, John Blevins was one of my main influences and also a man named Enoch Rutherford. Also a man named Lawrence Russell. I don't know if he's related to Clay here or not, but he was from over in Smith County. But this is one I learned from Enoch. It's called Banjo Picking Girl or Going Around This World, Baby Mine. We'll sing a little bit of it. Like I said, there's a good picture of him back there waving his hand out with his little (laughs) cap on. All right. I'm going to Tennessee, baby mine. I'm going to Tennessee, baby mine. I'm going to Tennessee, don't you try to follow me. I'm going around this world, baby mine. I'm going around this world, baby mine. I'm going around this world, baby mine. I'm going around this world, I'm a banjo picking girl. I'm going around this world, baby mine. I'm going across the ocean, baby mine. I'm going across the ocean, baby mine. I'm going across the ocean if I don't change my nose. 
direction I'm going around this world, baby Well, if you ain't got no money, baby mine. If you ain't got no money, baby mine. If you ain't got no money, get yourself another honey. I'm going around this world, baby mine. I'm going around this world, baby mine. I'm going around this world, baby mine. I'm going around this world. I'm a banjo picking girl. I'm going around this world, baby mine. Apologize about the seats. We need more seats in here. There's a couple chairs on the side you can pull out, and there's a few extras around. Those you want to, there's still some open here if you want to sit down. They are the bleachers. Steve Lewis, well, he is a, uh, a national champion banjo player a couple times, right? Yeah, that just means I can throw a banjo farther than anybody. <laughs> That's <else>. right. He <laughs> can. What's that? So there's that whole competition thing. I know Clay's doing some of that too. That whole other side, that that, that those guitar, the banjo. What are you looking to do, like when you're when you're competing? You know, like in terms of what song to pick and. I'm just looking it, to get a free banjo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't have enough, can you? That's right. No. Um, contest tunes, in my estimation, and which is pretty pretty pitiful anyway, but. Uh, I think tunes will find you as opposed to you finding tunes. Uh, certain tunes will find you, and uh, and I generally do the same ones uh, mm -hmm. because I never have a chance to woodshed <laughs> for a contest ever. Mm -hmm. Usually, you know, if I go to Kansas, you know, or, or to used to go to Maine or New Hampshire, I'd basically get off the plane and get in a rental car and drive to the stage, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it was really not. So you have a couple of your go-to. I do. I have. So, uh, like what? Like name one. Well, uh, I made a uh, an observation a few years back at Winfield. I noticed everybody was playing all this really fancy, you know, high-tech, intricate stuff, and they still do. But I thought, well, you know, that's what the judges have heard now for about two and a half hours, and so I thought I would try something else. So, I, I just played like simple Scruggs tunes. And, and when I say simple Scruggs tunes, there's nothing simple about Earl Scruggs tunes. Mm -hmm. um, but just something that was maybe a little more easier on the palate for the listener. And, uh -huh. uh, uh, and so <laughs> right. You want to do one for us? Um, do one? Sure. Do uh, one that you won a, a championship with. Um, believe it or not, I played Home Sweet Home pretty much out of the Scruggs oh, book last time. That'd be a nice one. Uh, yeah. You want to do that one? Yeah. Y'all jump in. See? <laughs> it takes a village to tune a banjo. <laughs> Uh, 
I do play this as close to Earl as I possibly can, which is still not the way Earl played it. But after listening to it for about 40 years now, I, I can't imagine it being done much any better. So <laughs> this is my feeble attempt anyway. Thank you. That is, a, it is kind of counterintuitive. I mean, people probably think you need to p play the fastest song you could to win a banjo contest. And uh, yeah, and uh, I, I'm glad that's not the case usually. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but that takes, that takes some cojones, I think, to get up there on the stage at a banjo contest and play that tune. Don't you think? I, I think so. Well, it, it was just, I thought it might be just different enough. Yeah, so, you know. yeah, that was nice. And you've been teaching this fella some, haven't you? Over well, the years. not as no. I've, we've had the chance to pick together some, but uh, I get him. I'm poor Clay. I'm getting you wrong on everything. Yeah. I mean, He's uh, actually been corrupted by one of my other proteges, uh, yep. Eric Harden. <laughs> oh Lord! Yeah, Eric's led him astray for a couple <laughs> of years now. So. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah, he taught my teacher. That's right. Well, that's it. I mean, that's how it all is around here. Yeah. And Eric, of course, is. Like Steve, amazing guitar yeah, player. He's just nasty good. Yeah. And all sorts of things. And, and why the banjo for you, Clay, of all the instruments you could have picked? Uh, well, I mean, uh, when I was five, I got a banjo for Christmas. And Dad was in a band at the time. He played a banjo. And uh, I've been around it. My papa played banjo. And I like the sound of it. It's mm -hmm. just different from every, everything else. Yeah. You can't really, you know, when you hear a banjo, it's distinctive. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, I started just simple, picking out the melodies with my thumb. Um, then when I got older, I got a uh, bigger banjo, got some picks, and started out the Scruggs mm -hmm. style. Dad uh, taught me everything he knew. Then the next day, we went and got lessons. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But uh, ever since then, I just fell in love with it. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and uh, and who's your so uh, so most of the the banjo players that that really uh, inspired you 
people in your life or right around you or is yeah, it recordings I mean, of people or just going to gigs with my dad and uh seeing how he enjoyed playing it i mean i'd go up on stage just yeah. mess around with him it just seemed like it would be really fun so i picked up on it and ever since then i've been competing gotten to a few bands it's just yeah. went from there Emily will appreciate this because, you know, I, I get to do these workshops at actually a lot of festivals like in other places in the country, you know, and with artists of all different types. And you ask them, like, well, who is your, you know, who is your influence? And they'll always say, well, I really loved and they'll list some, you know, star that they heard on the radio and then, you know, saw on TV. And when you do it around here, it's, a, it's usually like, yeah, my papa played or, you know, my uncle and, you know, just this guy. And that's what I think is just so incredible uh, about this area and this region and music, yep. something else. Well, what you want to do for us? You want to pick out something? We need somebody to really show off, since Steve was so understated. That's me. I ain't going to be able to. A rare quality <laughs> in a banjo picker. Uh, what you got? How about uh, Dear Old Dixie? I like that one. All right, let's do that. Man. Jump in. No, I'm just back you, man. Russell. And Saddlegrass playing today? Yeah. And tomorrow, I think, huh? Yep. Great little band with Presley and everybody. I forgot to mention, uh, back in, I used to go to Grayson Highland School, and uh, I took a string band class, and Miss Emily taught it. And it was always good to get to hear her play every day. It was <laughs> good influence. One thing about Clay, um, he played mandolin, he played guitar, and I think he came back one summer, and he had started playing the banjo, and I could tell right then, the way thou, that was his instrument. He had the right role. I mean, he was mm -hmm. good on everything. He is good on everything, but he sure had that right role, and that's a hard thing to get right there. Yeah. He, yeah. he just had her, and he was always a joy, too, in class. He's a good boy? Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, yeah. He'd get upset when people would goof off. <laughs> <laughs> it was always a good way to start the day. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, <wow>. oh. <laughs> oh my! Now he's feeling bad. <laughs> yeah, now I'm feeling a little bad about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Larry, let's go back to you, huh? Who are some of your favorite banjo pickers out there growing up? Well, I, I 
I'll tell you exactly, exactly the best I can put it. Kyle Creed, you ever hear of Kyle Creed? Yeah, sure. I so wanted to play with him. It's just, I mean, he came to my house one time and looked at a pair of sulfur horses I had. He fooled with horses, you know. And uh, he got my old banjo out and played a little bit there. And uh, But he had that drop thumb, and, you know, I, and I got to listen to the records. And uh, I, I just never could get it. I just never could do it. So I switched over and started trying to play like Grandpa Jones. <laughs> And uh, that didn't work either. And the string bean, he had that drop thumb lick too, you know. And, uh, and finally, I just said, well, I'm, I'm just going to do what I can do myself. And that's this and, and, uh, but, but that Kyle Creed was my, uh, I, I just thought he was one of the best, you know, playing that type of music, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, yeah I thought. Wheel Keys, you ever hear of Wheel Keys? Oh, oh yeah, sure. I, I was impressed. i got to tell this real quick. The first time I ever came to Galax, I wasn't too big, came with uh, Charlie Woods, I think it was. When we got in the gate down here, I walked out through y'all and I come back. And the biggest crowd that I could find, that's where I wanted to stop at. <laughs> and it was uh, the, the Bill Birchfield's daddy, Joe Birchfield, and somebody else. I don't know which other one it was. Creed, maybe, okay. And I'll tell you, that, I was fascinated by Bill Birchfield. He's playing the guitar then, and the front out washed up, but he, he noted with his hand down on yeah. up at the strings like that, you know. And I, I, think I, I think I still got it. I bought a, a record, one of them old records, and uh, I went home, and uh, I tell you, that it was a different type of music. That old man was pulling the bow about this long. He'd pull it plumb to the end <laughs> and go back. And... Uh, I, I just said, I wonder if I could do that, you know. And, and of course, Billy was playing music, you know, and I just said, I wonder if I could do that. And I never dreamed that went down and played today, Rob, before they was at. But that's <laughs> really the thing that impressed me right there. And uh, as far as the banjo players, was Kyle Creed, I guess, and, and uh, them, you know. And a lot of it, did you teach yourself a lot of the, what you're doing? Yeah, or? and but I will add this to any young kid may be listening. Uh, when I first started, I had that thumb string going bing, 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 bing. Ralph Stanley done it real a whole lot when he claw hammered. Bing, 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 bing. And I, that healed itself. I don't know what the more I played. You know, I learned how to stealth for that thumb string, uh, you know, or, or whatever. And it, it still may be bad, but it ain't bad as it was. <laughs> and uh, that was kind of hard to learn. And, and, uh, and like Emily said, it's kind of hard to learn to play a banjo and sing with it a guitar, you know, you're making all chords, and uh, that, you know, sometimes you're picking a banjo, but I learned to, to keep timing with it, and that was pretty hard, you know. It, uh, it, uh, yeah, much yeah. easier with a guitar to sing than anything. Yeah, I was going to say, and you, both you and Emily do a great singing with the, the banjo. You don't see that quite as often, do you, really? Right? Yeah, I, keep, I mean, we, it's sort of like playing a guitar or something where you keep rhythm and change chords, you know, when you sing. Yeah. That's what I do. Do you, do you say like some of the Charlie Poole songs in that way? It's a, a man tune, she's yeah. my tune. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying you sure that? Yeah. How about, the, how about the Hunger House? Okay. Y'all play on this thing because uh, it's uh, fun anyway. I've learned just what's music supposed to be fun, ain't it? Yeah. That girl has fun all the time. I'm a boarder and I dwell in that second place hotel. Never stay here long, I think I'll be insane. Or I lay here on my bunk and I cannot get my trunk. And the border would break a millionaire. Oh, the beefsteak, it was rare and 
Howdy, baby, had its feet both in the soup. Oh, the eggs, they do not match. If you touch one, they would hatch in this awful hungry house where I stay. And if you eat one, you may die For the beef, you cannot cut it with a sword Oh, the undertakers hang around For there's work to be found In this awful hungry haze house where I stay Oh, the beefsteak, it was rare And butter had red hair Now the baby had his feet both in the soup Oh, the undertakers hang around For there's work to be found In that awful hungry haze house Oh, they carried me upstairs one night I had neither gone all night Of something they had never did before Oh, the fleas, they held me down As the chances clip around In that awful hungry house house where I born Oh, the undertaker of the country And the water had red hair Now the baby had its feet both in the soup Oh, the eggs, they do not match If you touch one, they would hatch In that awful hungry house house where I born In this awful hungry house house where I stayed Yeah, I was going to say, too close to lunchtime for that one. You see how she protect me? She lined me up on a mess that boy. Oh, my, 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 my. That was the White Top Mountain Band. So now, how many, uh, how many generations now have we been doing this here? So Albert, obviously. I think Albert, back in the 1940s, had, had the White Top Mountain Band with some folks from wow. up in the upper end of Grayson County where we live. And then kind of, I know he played with different people, Wayne Henderson and different ones in bands. And then we all kind of started it back up in 1975 and have been going ever since. Awesome. Awesome. With different folks in it, but you sure, know, keep sure. hanging in there. Yeah, yeah. Hanging in there till we drop, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sound as good as ever, actually. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and you're, you're going to play in the little dance Yeah, we're playing there. at 3 over there. Oh, that'll be a good time. today and 12 tomorrow. Fantastic. Yep. Fantastic. And they always play those good. What I love about them, too, is you play that real Thornton style, you know, that straight ahead old time, but then you do the singing and the honky-tonk and all that. And wonderful. We always like it a, all. Always a good time. We like it all. The greatest old-time band in the universe. Oh. The White Top Mountain Band. Shucks, John. So why don't you sing one of your favorites? Uh, oh, goodness. One of the good ones. What do you want to do, Martha? Well, you don't got to do one of that White Top tunes. Do whatever you like to do. Okay. Uh, do we want to do Skillet Good and Greasy or something? Mmm. Since yeah, why we're on the uh, topic of food songs. <laughs> but, and this one will take a little tuning because... Martha, a joke? You got a banjo? What do you call a person that hangs out with a band? Bass player. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh-oh. Fuel for the fire. Y'all know that you can interject any instrument you want, you know, in any of those jokes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you call somebody who's looking for the money? Right. Who's going after John? Exactly. I know you got one, Clay. Huh? I know you got a banjo joke. Go ahead. I got a banjo joke. Uh, it's kind of insulting myself, but... Uh, what do you call a banjo player in a three-piece suit? Or what do you say to a banjo player in a three-piece suit? Will the defendant please rise? Well, I'm, I'm fixing to do that. So you'd rather do, want to do Sally Ann? Either one of them. Sally Ann might be a little more. This is old, what we call old-time Sally Ann versus the under-the-mountain Sally Ann. Steve and Steve's been playing with Jeff Little all the time, hey. and that trio, which has been getting better and better, and still playing music around, still uh, competing, uh, doing some of that. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to Winfield for the banjo this year, I think. So take that title once again. Uh, probably not, but it's just a big time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, how long is it? Like a week long? And yeah, it starts uh, it runs Thursday through Sunday, and they have it's everything from the the international championship for fingerstyle guitar as well as mandolin and uh, the national championship for flatback guitar and bluegrass banjo. And, and people uh, from all over the country. And all over the world. All yeah. over the world. Yeah. And is it like the Fiddler's Convention here? Is it people camp and that kind of uh, thing? They or? do. It's, it's mm-hmm. a big, it's held at the fairgrounds there in, um, in Walnut Valley, or Winfield. It's called the Walnut Valley Festival. And uh, um, 
if you've ever been to Kansas out there, there's all, they have a monstrous crowd because there's just not a lot else to do. I would say that's probably <laughs> one of the big events, you know. And uh, but that's all right too. I mean, and they can know. see it from a long way. Yeah, away. you can see it. You don't. Yeah. You don't, if you get within forty miles, you can yeah. see the stage and everything exactly. that's going on. You know? Exactly. And so uh, you can't pull out the, that song. You got to come up with something new, I assume. Or you? Uh, no, I will probably do something similar. Yeah, something around uh, there. Yeah. What probably. you gonna do? Do you have it in your I mind? I have no idea. Um, um, so I have gotten right up here. there and have to get back up because when you get up there, they write your name on the card. You're not allowed to speak uh, yeah. oh. or do anything uh, because totally blind judge and the judges are like like 100 yards away sequestered in a little room. And uh, if you speak, you're disqualified. Uh, but uh, and I, so I have sat down there and, and so I get back up and tell the MC that, Changed my mind. Can you write this? Do another song. So that has happened as well. But mm-hmm. um, what do I normally play? Let's see. Uh, this is an old steel guitar tune. I like, uh, and I like to tell my my students that you know, don't ever limit any instrument yes. you're playing to any one genre. Anything you can play on a guitar or a piano, you can play it on a banjo or a mandolin or a violin or an accordion or a glockenspiel. Well, with the exception maybe of a didgeridoo, but, uh, and so, you know, I have kids that have like, um, you know, they like Mozart, you know, so. You know, so, and if that's what they want to learn, more power to them, you know, whatever you want to play, it's all about the instrument. Uh, But I like to take um, old time songs and try to, uh, adapt them to more of a, a three-finger kind of way. Um, sometimes it's more difficult than one would think. Um, I actually have some good friends, I won't mention their names, but both of them have recorded a song, Cluck Old Hen. And like I said, both of these people are friends of mine, but neither one of them have recorded the melody yet. So. <laughs> um. So on my next record, you guys can be look, looking for this tune because And I probably don't remember this, so when I crash and burn, y'all look the other way, okay? <laughs> you guys want to jump in and help? I can do it Here we go.
Thank you. <laughs> we have time. Uh, if anyone has a question they'd like to ask, it's not often you have a, such an embarrassment of riches of banjo excellence on the stage at one time. Anything? Anybody have any burning banjo question? Yes, sir. Yeah. I'll, I'll repeat that for folks to hear. He was asking about the instruments themselves, the resonator banjos, each sound uh, different. And uh, it's just curious about, uh, about your instrument and where you got it and sort of what... Well, uh, I think all instruments, every instrument's made a little bit different. They're not made exactly the same. They can be different woods, different metals, and all of that affects the sound. I mean, you'll see... So does this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even the picks you use, stuff like that, I mean... But uh, you can see Miss Emily's banjo uh, doesn't have a back resonator on it. It's got an internal Built in. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's built in. A lot of the uh, call hammer old time players, normally you don't see them with a resonator, a banjo. In bluegrass you see resonators and stuff like that. But all of it comes into one to affect the sound of each instrument. Clay's banjo, yours is a pretty late model. It's a Earl Scruggs Deluxe, is that right? Yeah. It's essentially a, a, a Granada. There's really no other difference except maybe the inlet or the engraving pattern, I guess. Yeah. And uh, and the ebony fingerboard is just, instead of a rosewood, but other than that, it's the same banjo. Uh, this is a Robin Smith banjo. It's actually a replica of Don Reno's LRB 75. Um, and this is not the original resonator. This is an old, old resonator that I put on there because, like Clay said, it's all in the wood. Old wood matters. And uh, so uh, this is a totally different banjo with the original resonator as opposed to this old one on it. And truthfully though, if I play, play Clay's banjo, it's gonna sound pretty much like it did when I was playing this one. If he plays mine, it's gonna sound like Clay when he plays. It's because everybody, you know, they will have their individual personalities, but it's still gonna sound like you. It's just like nobody sounds like Larry. Uh, a lot of people wish they did, but nobody sounds like Larry. Nobody sounds like Miss Emily. That's just the way. Uh, and, and anyone else can pick up their instruments and they're going to sound good, but it's not going to be the same, is it? I would like to add something. In my time, I always thought a Vega Ranger, for what I do, sounds better in D or A than I always pick my Gibson in G. But now everybody's different, you know. But I got a banjo at home. I'd like you to get a hold of them next time I run into you. Some <laughs> love it, it's a good one, but it's too loud for me. And, and it's, no such thing. No <laughs> such thing. <laughs> it's a, it, it, I couldn't sing with it. It's all it's all loud. Just. Can I get Clay to sign one more? Yeah. Well, Clay, yeah. I'll tell you what. We're about out of time, so maybe you could take us out with something. Yeah. What do you think? What y'all want to do? Name something. You pick it. We'll follow. Back in G. We'll follow you. Uh, Clay no. said when he got up here, he said, you know somebody's going to ask for Rocky Top. <laughs> uh, you want to do something play my special fireball mail, something like that? Uh, Which yeah, one do you want to do? Any of them. Fireball mail? Fireball mail? Fireball mail? Yeah, but I, I, I can't, I'll just follow y'all. We'll do some mail. We'll follow along. We'll do some mail. Foggy Mountain Breakdown. Foggy Mountain Breakdown, is that what you said? Can you, you play it in yeah. G? Yeah. G? Yeah. Yeah, that'd work. Yeah.
There we go. The Banjo National Anthem. Right? <laughs> Take your hats off if you like. <laughs> Clay Russell, Steve Lewis, Emily Spencer, Larry Sigmund, and Martha Spencer. Remembering our dear friend Houston Caldwell today in the banjo. And come say hello.